Down there with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want Baker in the progressive commercials, man. Leave those. <laughs> only only question is, did you pick him up from the airport? No. <laughs> I did not pick him up from the airport. I think Progressive sent the Prius out <laughs> and scooped it from the airport. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we are here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and the news, news, news. What up, man? Hey man, I'm back. Um, had a great home. weekend home. Yeah, <laughs> I was home, man. Yeah, man, it was dope, man. I love being around my family. Um, just spending time with them. Uh, ate a lot of good food for sure. Oh, oh I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Grams threw down. Yeah, man. Grams. You know, stepmom. I mean, we got crabs and all that other stuff. It was, it was a lot. So. Had a great you time. Going in, you going in right now, and I ain't even ate lunch. I'm starving <laughs> over here. I'm, I'm starving over here. Yeah. But luckily, we got we got my man Big Bake in the QC. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Big Bake sucks. <laughs> yeah, you got to start using that. <laughs> yeah. All right, this is going to be the first time and last time I use Big Bake. <laughs> Baker finally moves on from the Browns, man. Gets traded to the Queen City and is now a Panther. With the Browns coming up week one, first and foremost, how did the deal get done? Yeah, man. I mean, as we've talked about on the pod, it, it was a matter of time. And also, the Cleveland Browns took a, a good percentage of the money off the contract. Yep. So that's how yep. that, con- that that deal worked out. You know, it was a conditional fifth-round pick that can turn into a fourth with playing time and all that kind of stuff. But essentially, Cleveland took – I would say 75%, 70, 75% of that contract. So that's how that worked out. I also think it was weird that Baker kind of left $3 million out there to float around for incentives. So yeah. he's he's essentially betting on himself. Yeah. And I get it, but you have fully guaranteed money. I, For me personally, I probably wouldn't budge on that. But, hey, man, I'm all, I'm all for people betting on themselves because that means they really have to prove the doubt is wrong. Right. But – Tepper says that this will be a QB competition. Who do you think is going to start at the beginning of the season? Yeah, it will be Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> so he's definitely beating out Mono Yes, Sam. yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, and they do play the Browns week one. Do you think that Baker upgrades this Panthers team? <sighs> um, Man, I mean, as bad as Sam Darnold was last year, I guess you, you only have one way to go. <laughs> only, up up. <laughs> <laughs> so, only, only up from here right i think you're gonna get a solid i would say i would say five six games out of, out of baker maybe okay how many games do you think the panthers can win do you think they can get to the the seven eight win type of season uh i i think seven maybe their their ceiling Dan Orlovsky said that if Baker plays like he did, I think in 2020, that they're a playoff team. They are not a playoff team. 
I disagree. <laughs> like, they, yeah, I, I, I disagree. Team. I disagree with my guy Dan wholeheartedly. I think he jumped the gun a little yeah. bit. Baker's, I think Baker is pretty good. I do think that he's been kind of overlooked these last few years mm-hmm. with injuries and with the turnovers. But if we look at Sam Darnold, he's had just as many, if not more, turnovers right. in a less amount of time. And he gives the ball away. And for me, it's like Baker's going from a pretty solid offensive line to a not so great offensive yeah. line. So it's, I don't think it's going to be any easier, but I do think that he has the opportunity to prove himself in a new city, new location, a fresh start for him. Yeah. And to kind of, you know, prove why he was the number one pick in that draft with Darnold. Right. And, you know, back up that that Heisman run that he had in college. So it's, that's going to be interesting. So speaking of the Browns, who they play week one, Deshaun Watson, man, his punishment is supposedly coming down from the NFL very, very soon, uh, possibly at the end of the week. What ultimately do you think he'll get from the NFL as far as a punishment? I'm still going to stick to the eight to ten games, but it would not surprise me if it's a full season. Okay, interesting, because I'm hearing more so it's trending in the opposite direction, as in, you know, eight games or less. It's seeming like, you know, things are a little quiet. There was a lot of chatter about, you know, his case and a lot going on. And albeit the allegations are nasty, um, pretty intense. But it seems like things are moving towards a lesser punishment. Do you think that that would be a good look for the NFL? No, I mean, essentially, I mean, something we laugh about on the show all the time is, look, look at Calvin Ridley. Yeah. I mean, they suspended him for a whole year for for using FanDuel. Like, if if Deshaun Watson, nah, nah, he he deserved to be suspended for betting on the Falcons. <laughs> Anybody wild enough to bet on the Falcons doesn't deserve to be in the league right now, man. I'm sorry. Like, what are you doing? Come on, man. We really we, we really betting on the Matt Ryan over. Like, like what are we doing? Come on, man. You, that was never in your parlay. Let's be honest. <laughs> the Falcons were never in your parlay. Don't lie to me and say they were. Yeah, but so. Not, I mean, yeah. I, I see what you mean, man. Like, people have got suspended more for less. Yeah. So, with allegations this high, you would assume that he would get potentially a full year. Right. If he only gets half a season, do you think that the Browns can still, you know, stay afloat to potentially make a playoff run? Yeah, I do. You do? I do. Okay, with, with Jacoby Brissett under the helm? See, I don't I don't think it's going to be Jacoby. Um, oh. oh, well, they don't have Baker, so where are right. we going? Right, so something I mentioned, I think I mentioned this two pods ago, I think that they would have a lot of interest in Jimmy G. Oh, wow, okay. Um, if, okay. If you, if you figure, if it's the time frame that I think the 8 to 10 game window, I think they would cons- like seriously consider trading for Jimmy G. And I think okay. if you're the 49ers, you want him out of the NFC. So, you know, people are throwing out, you know, Seattle. I'm like, eh, I don't think they're going to trade in division. Uh, <laughs> I guess for me, like, I I get, like, you know, the Browns being interested in a Jimmy G potentially. Yeah. But if I'm the 49ers, I go with whoever gives you the best offer. Right. No disrespect to Jimmy G, but I don't look at him as a threat at all. Right. I could literally send him to in the division. I'm not scared of him. Right. Like, Jimmy G is not going to move the needle 
um, for me in Seattle. Yeah. Um, not, not, not at all. They right. go from four wins to five wins. Yeah. Make four, maybe, maybe four wins to three wins. Maybe, maybe four wins to three wins. Like, yeah. Jimmy is not the needle mover for me, so I'm not really worried about trading him within the division or the NFC at all. I understand you want to do right by a player. You want to try to get him somewhere where he would potentially want to go and be comfortable, but yeah. all in all for me, it's whatever the best package you can get for him. And if I'm Jimmy G and the Browns come calling, I would definitely want to go to the Browns because at least they have potential. Um, they have everything you need. I mean, yeah, that's, that's way, even ready. Yeah, way more potential than a Seattle. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know, you know, how loyal the 49ers will be to or how reluctant, reluctant, excuse me, they'll be to get him out of the NFC. But I'm going for wherever gives you the best package. But I, I, I see what you mean with the Browns, you know, potentially having interest in him. Do you think that a Jimmy G on the Browns can win them, you know, or can keep them afloat, yeah. obviously, until, until Deshaun Watson gets back? Yeah, I think if you, essentially if you're – if you are the Cleveland Browns and, you know, let's say Watson suspended for 10 games, I think Jimmy G could get you to six and four or seven, okay. six and five or whatever. Okay. Six okay. and four. It'll be six and four at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Six, six and, and four. four. It'll be six and four. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I think that would be a good move for them. Um, I'm, I don't really mind Jacoby Brissett, but I, I do think Jimmy G probably just experience alone um, is a little bit better. Yeah, and, and I, think, look, I think as long as he manages the game, right. you, two, you have a two-headed monster back there at running back. So as long as he can manage the game, the defense can keep you in the game. So I understand what you're saying there. I get that. Yeah, and Cleveland has a good enough coach to scheme people open, like, right? Like, I mean, obviously Jimmy G is coming from Shanahan who really, you know. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the scheme of all schemes. Yeah, I mean, you, you scheme people over. I mean, you got Amari Cooper, you got Njoku, you got guys like that. Then you got the two-headed monster in the backfield. Like, they have guys to help Jimmy G in that situation. Like, they're not going to rely heavily on his arm or anything. Like, when you okay. have Nick Chubb and, you know, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt and those guys, yep. like, and you have a, a actually a, a above average offensive line. I feel like they have a pretty good offensive yeah. line as no, well. I agree. I and agree. if you lean on the offensive line and you're able to control the clock and you're able to move the chains, even if you're doing short passes, 10, 15 yard passes to, to move stuff, that's, that is his specialty. Like yeah. <laughs> that, That's his bad. Yeah. That, that's his bad. Anything over 15 yards, though. I mean, we. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not push it. Let's yeah, not push yeah. the envelope. Here. <laughs> let's not push the envelope here. Calm it down. Calm it down. But I, I feel like that's a manageable situation for Jimmy G. Okay, yeah, no, I agree. And if if I'm Jimmy G and the Browns do come calling, I would definitely have some interest and try to make that deal happen. Right. Mandatory camp, beginning for most teams this week as we roll on and get closer to August, man, is getting intense. Any off-season storylines you're really following right now as we close to the kickoff? Well, I mean, I feel like everybody's eyes are kind of on Miami. Um, mm -hmm. Just because of Tua, right? Like, you know, they make the big splash for Tyreek with Tyreek Hill. They get yep. a brand new head coach. Yep. So you have a lot going on in Miami right now. And then you have the Flores situation hovering above them as well. There's a lot to to unpack in Miami right now. Um, but specifically Tua and, and Tyreek Hill, we're, we're going to see, right? Because Tyreek Hill is talking... A lot. <laughs> every week he coming out with something <laughs> every, else. Oh, yeah. He on, he on the pod heavy. <laughs> he, he on the pod heavy. 
And this is this is he put he's adding a lot of pressure on Tua right I th- now. I think I think he is too, and I think that he's going to be very disappointed when he goes on a fly route. Tua underthrows him by fifteen <laughs> yards. Um, I, I'm just going to be honest. I, I can already see it going down just like that. Yeah. My my offseason storyline right now is going to be Lamar Jackson. He's starting to get a little too social media active yeah. for me. Um, you know the the grill saying he needs to get paid. Mm-hmm. Now he's you know saying like you know moving in silence and like all, all these things. It's like, I want you to get your money. I want this contract to go ahead and get done. The Ravens are healthy this year. They've, they've had a ton of injuries. Um, I'm picking them to win their division. So yeah. I want to see him elevate his game and actually use the assets that he has around him. I think he has a really solid team behind him. Definitely great running backs behind him with JK coming back, Gus back there. Like, they're 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 solid, and then they have Bateman on the outside. Their defense is going to be elite yep. this year. So I, I'm thinking a really big year coming from the Ravens and Lamar, especially after that top ten QB list came out, and he was left off the left off of that, um, which we will talk about here later in quick takes. But I think that's something to you know pay attention to, especially when the contract is going to get done because. Lamar is going to ball, you know, he, he loves to play football. He's obviously going to be out there during training camp and prepping with the boys. But I want to see what his contract is going to be like with all this guaranteed money has been thrown out of here uh, this season. I want to see what he actually made for himself. And is he betting on himself? Because the Ravens are all in on him, obviously. And they have a win now team. Like you said, the Browns are ready. The Ravens are ready. Yeah. And they had a. They had a great offseason. Uh, yeah, they, they had an amazing offseason, great draft. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing them. And in a tough division, I don't think the Steelers are no slouches. Um, the Bengals, obviously, they had Joey Burrow, mm-hmm. Joey B. They, they were in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see what they do as well. But I think this is really going to be, you know, Lamar's time to really get over that hump. So yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's it, what I'm watching there. I mean, Lamar's argument is this. I was a league MVP. Yeah. I've yeah. been to the playoffs three the, the last four years, and yeah. I am your offense. Period. Yeah. It, it's me. It's me. Yeah. I'm, it's me. I'm offense. <laughs> yeah. It, it's me. I'm offense. <laughs> that, that's, so, yeah. that's all he has to say. And, you yeah. know, they have no rebuttal because it is all true. I want to see the contract be fully guaranteed. Yeah. I, I, I agree. See the whole thing fully guaranteed. So if Deshaun Watson can do it, and he's missed out on a whole year, and he had all this stuff looming over yeah. him, let's get my boy Lamar Bay. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Big trust. I think he should get more than Dak Prescott, and I think he should get – Oh, for sure. For I sure. think he should get almost at Deshaun Watson, like or or Deshaun Watson, like a full yeah. 230 mil guarantee. Yeah, I, I would say upwards of around 50 mil a year. So Aaron Rodgers is the only one at 50 mil. Yeah, I would say per. close to 50. Yeah. I would say close to 50. So I would say I would say he can get 46, 47. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would yeah, I would say close to 50. So that that is something that I'm definitely looking forward to. Hopefully that deal gets done within the coming weeks. It'll be nice. I mean, if I'm him, I'm not showing up training camp without it. But the thing is he is going to show up. Exactly. You know he is. I know he is. I mean, it, yeah, he's gonna show up because he, he likes to hoop. Yeah. You know, he likes to play ball. He's gonna play football. Right. And he's trying to he's trying to get better. He's all about the team and he knows a deal is gonna get done. I'm just hoping that he's getting the deal done correctly right. for himself. All right, man. On to basketball where we had Donovan Mitchell now open on the trade block. Jazz are 
opening up the mics, opening up the offers, something that we mentioned mm -hmm. uh, on the last pod. Where do you think Donovan Mitchell should go? Yeah, I mean, right away, it's only two destinations for me. Um, okay. It's either Miami or Brooklyn. Okay. Um, and he's from New York, so yep. naturally people are going to attach the Knicks to him as well. Um, yep. I don't know if I'm him that I want to deal with James Dolan, so <laughs> I would rule them out. So for me, if I'm Donovan Mitchell, it has to be either Miami or Brooklyn because Brooklyn, even when they lose KD and Kyrie, they have some pieces there that you can get to the playoffs with. I mean, look, he had, look he's in Utah. Like, <laughs> he cannot <laughs> complain about going to Brooklyn. He's and then Miami, they're already ready to win now. They were just in the Eastern Conference Finals. So yeah. this yeah. is a situation to where Danny Ainge is going to sit back and he's going to let things come to him. And he's going to try to finesse people just like he did Minnesota. <laughs> and or this is a part of a three or four team deal, including yep. Phoenix, Brooklyn, potentially the Pacers or the Spurs. Yep. And that's going to send Katie to Phoenix. That's going to send Donovan Mitchell to Brooklyn and possibly Ben Simmons to the Jazz or the Pacers either way. But this is this is a situation to where this can go a you know, a couple different avenues. You can either do a team for team trade or it's going to be a three or four team trade. And right now, if you're Miami, this is why this is why Miami, this is a tough sell for me for Miami, whether it's KD or uh, Donovan Mitchell is because they only own two of their own draft picks. They That's have traded away everything asking else. Price, yeah, and the asking price for either of those yeah, is steep. Yeah. Very, very steep. If they can finesse the Timberwolves for what five first rounders five. for Rudy Gobert five, four, I, want, uh, I, want, I want 12 look I, I want 12 yeah, first rounders it was, it was four first rounders and then their first round pick that they already made and then five players so essentially five and five yeah <laughs> yeah the asking price is going to be very very steep yeah. I see this as a a New York I think if he goes to New York it'll be the Knicks not Brooklyn I, I think just because of the yeah. Knicks aura I'm assuming the Knicks wouldn't be looking to trade an R.J. Barrett. I think they would have to. But oh, they would have to. They would oh, have yeah. to. Yeah, they they would probably have to throw him in the deal. I would assume they would. For try Donovan to keep Mitchell, him. absolutely, they would have to. Um, you think Danny Ainge ain't getting that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm be honest. Going to the Knicks, I, I don't think we're winning much there. At going all. to Brooklyn without KD and Kyrie, I don't personally, me personally, I don't think we're winning that much there. Yeah. So if I'm Donovan Mitchell. I'm talking to D Wade, obviously, all the time. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to get to Miami. Yeah. I'm trying to do whatever it takes to get to Miami and to keep Butler, Bam, um, those two in particular. And then, you know, just a just a few key pieces if I can, if I'm doing a straight up uh, just two-team trade. Here's what I'm going to tell you. There's something out there that says he's favoring New York. I don't know if that's the Knicks or Brooklyn. He's from New York, obviously. Yeah. Maybe yeah, he just wants to go home. I think he's favoring New York is what mm -hmm. has been said. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm I, sure he is. Like, I think Donovan Mitchell in New York, he would obviously be, be the best player on the team. Right. He, he would bring Splash, you know, to the city of New York. To either one of those teams. Wow. Yeah, to either one of those teams. But I think, you know, the, the Knicks, even though the Knicks haven't been great, yeah. the the Knicks aura vibe, like, you know what New York gives off. Yeah. The Mecca, like, yeah. it's the garden. Like, right. 
you you know what that gives off. I think that he would probably want to play there rather than Brooklyn, especially if Brooklyn is getting rid of KD and Kyrie. So would you rather um, deal with Joe Dolan or Josiah? I mean, James Dolan or James Joe, or Dolan Josiah. or Josiah? Yeah. Uh, neither. I don't want to talk to either of you guys. <laughs> I don't want to talk to either. See, of here's you guys. the thing. I think Josiah. Oh. Josiah, a, yeah, I'll probably say Josiah. I'll I think he's a Josiah. I think he's a good owner. I really do think Josiah's a good owner. I feel like he has generally me, good relationships look, with his players other than Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just look at what Brooklyn's done over the last three years and how their fall from yeah. what could have been yeah. to what they are now. It it's ugly. And I just but, think But how much is that is Josiah and how much is that is Sean Kyrie? Is or Kyrie? Look, how much is that Kyrie? Kyrie, Josiah, <laughs> or or Sean Marks. I mean, how much you, you know right. what I mean? I don't yeah, I don't know who to fault out of all for that. For me, man, it's it's just it's bad vibes in there, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just bad vibes all around in Brooklyn right now. I know, like, I know it's, it's bad vibes, man. I, I know Ben Simmons punching air. I need Kyrie to throw the incense. So. Oh my. We we gotta sage we gotta sage the arena or something, man. It's just bad vibes, man. Like it for me, it's just bad vibes. I don't think either of them are like deep playoff run worthy. But do you think Brooklyn has a better team without Katie and Kyrie and Donovan Mitchell over the Knicks if the Knicks got Mitchell? Yeah. Which team is better? Yeah, I think the I think the Brooklyn Nets would have still a better roster. You think about. You will have Donovan Mitchell. You will have Royce O'Neal, one of his best friends, who they, who Utah traded to Brooklyn. Yep. yep. You would have Joe Harris, which I don't like. You know who I. You know, yeah, I, about you know, say, I despise don't know why you know. Joe Harris. Not sure, not sure why you brought him up. He's he's hated. He's hated have, in your world. You would have Cam Thomas, a young rising scorer. Um, they have pieces. I mean, I don't love the Knicks fit as much i mean you have quickly but who says that who says that the jazz won't get him too so i mean well we, we don't know who's gonna be traded obviously right. i'm just i'm just placing Donovan mitchell on each roster and i'm looking at the team around him i like i like the roster of you know julius randall rj barrett quickly like those guys more than i do brooklyn side and that's that's just me personally yeah but you gotta look at it rj won't be there quickly might not be there that i i, I would have trade. to see the trade I would have to see the trade on paper. Yeah. Um, I, I would just have to see the trade on paper. I'm not sure. But right now in Brooklyn, we still have KD and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. They have both yet to be moved. And it's seeming like the KD trade might go on, for, might take a little longer than anticipated. Um, still think it gets done before the season, yeah. but it's it's definitely going to take a while to find that third or fourth team. Jazz could be jumping in here now. Yeah. Who gets moved first? Yeah, first I was I would say KD would be moved first, but now it's looking like Kyrie is actually going to be the one moved first because could you imagine Kyrie reporting the training camp in Brooklyn? <laughs> hey yo, yo, who let you in? <laughs> who let you in? I, I I can't see Kyrie coming to training camp. I that's cannot real. see that's it funny. That that's actually funny. That's real. <laughs> That's that's actually hilarious. I think for me, the Kyrie one gets done first just because they know where he wants to go. It's literally one destination. And there's only one team that wants him. And so. Yeah, it's only one team and one team only. And I think that, like, obviously, it's, it's Lakers or nothing. Right. So I think that they just have to figure out a deal where, you know, both teams will essentially be happy. And we don't know what that deal is going to entail because Russell Westbrook is obviously 
probably the main domino in yeah. that. And it's gonna have so, to be a three team deal. Yeah, and I think they're yeah they're gonna have to get a third team involved potentially as well. And so, Brooklyn wants both Lakers first round picks. Yep. Yep. So I mean, it it's really. Is it seeming like Brooklyn's trying to just get a haul of first yep. round picks for and you know what for, it is and for I'm the foreseeable future, and I'm, I get it. It's it's Sean Marks trying to save his job because you think about what has transpired over the last three years, and then yep. what has happened this this year in general. You had in the beginning of the season James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Right, you're gonna lose all three. Of them. You're about to lose all three in one yep. year. Like, not, if, not if you're look. Sean Marks, you could be fired very, very soon because of your, you know, you you weren't able to manage this situation at all. And you yeah. allowed yeah. Kyrie to do whatever he wanted to do when he yep. wanted to do it. Yep. And you gave them, to, him and Katie, too much power. And this is him trying to save his job. Just like, just like with the KD situation, he's trying to save face. So he's trying to get ridiculous amount of compensation right now for both of these guys and you know team this is why teams are are like just checking in here and there it's just because dude are are you really going to trade these guys like yeah like you're you're asking for things you know you're not going to get yeah and that's the thing and that's why the price is going to drop slowly and and i was going to say that's the thing right now i don't think they're in a rush to trade katie or Kyrie, and that's why i'm thinking you know originally i said this might bleed into the season I think I was a little overzealous with that one, but this is going to bleed, you know, I think into the coming weeks, like it it could probably get to August. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It could probably get to August, like mid August or so until the price, the price is going to have to eventually come down. Like you said, like that asking price, nobody's really trying to do that right now, including Phoenix. And it's like Phoenix has all the assets. Mm -hmm. They have what Brooklyn wants. They just don't want to have to give up that overhaul. And like, that asking price will come down. I'm not sure if Brooklyn is willing to hold out and you know let Katie and Kyrie play this season with the Nets. Nope. I don't think Kyrie. It's not I don't think Kyrie. Yeah, I don't think Kyrie is playing with the Nets at all. It's not happening. Neither one of them. It's not happening. Yeah, I think they're gonna get them off regardless. Um, so yeah, that asking price is eventually gonna have to change. So right now, it's really a waiting game to see who is gonna you know fold first. And real quick. Yeah. We ha- we there's a there's already a framework there right now that the yep. Donovan Mitchell thing is out there. I think we mentioned this a couple of pods ago about Utah, Phoenix, and Brooklyn, and yep. the 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 trade package has already made itself right. Yeah, we They've understand. Sent all, they, they sent the offer sheets. Yeah, we like we we see what's happening. Like, and we kind of talked about this two pods ago. It's like, look, these three teams are the teams to watch, and if there's going to be another team to jump in and make it a, a four-team deal. It's going to have to be, you know, the Pacers who, you know, we've been seeing interested in DeAndre Aiden. You don't think that's a part of that trade? You just look at Atlanta. You look at the Spurs. Like, it's teams like that that can get involved in this trade, and this could be a four-team deal, right? Like, it would not surprise me if it is a four-team deal, but the framework of a, of a deal is already there. It's just getting the four general managers to talk through this whole thing out Right. Like we understand the players that are going to be moved. Everybody knows that. But the framework, all it was, it was Donovan Mitchell. Once the Donovan Mitchell shoe dropped, that's how you knew that things were starting to slowly come along with that. Yeah. So it's it's definitely something that we're going to pay attention to, because I do think that 
a deal will get done, but I don't think Brooklyn's going to get what they wanted. Agreed. And like, yeah, yeah. Just to start to start the whole thing. Right. Elsewhere, man, we got Dame Dollar re-signing with the Blazers, locking himself in for the foreseeable future. Again, in Portland. Why Dame? Um, I, I don't know, man. You know, never run from the grind. I get it. Yeah. Is Dame ever going to win the NBA title? No. <laughs> Dang, neither, is, neither is Bradley Bill. <laughs> yeah, I gave up on Bradley Bill. <laughs> like I gave up, I gave up on Brad Bill, man. Unless unless he leaves, he's curtains. Like Washington's just not getting it. And I think that you know Washington obviously is a better destination for me than Portland. Yeah. So I, I don't know what Dame's doing. Uh, why do you think ultimately Dame decided to resign? He's just faithful, man. And you know. <laughs> Lloyd- Loyal to a fault. Yeah, loyal to a fault, but also, you know, a, a two-year with a hundred-plus million dollar yeah, extension. Yeah, can't, you can't complain. Uh, you can't complain. I'll stay in Portland. I, yeah, I, I didn't kick it. Yeah, I think about I think about I S Stark when she said, "Yo, what killed your father? Loyalty." <laughs> <laughs> dang, dang, why didn't you win a championship? Loyalty. <laughs> All right, man. So, quick taste before we get out of here. Le'Veon Bell saying. He's skipping out on the NFL this season to focus on his boxing career. <laughs> yeah. Fam. Why? <laughs> Why? And if he gets knocked out his first his first fight, no, that's like, all right. Against AP? Yeah. <laughs> you skipped out for this? <laughs> Do you think Le'Veon Bell is still a starter in no. today's NFL? No, he's not. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I, I just don't think his mind is fully in it anymore. I think that you know, after he left Pittsburgh, he was just never the same. Yep. So, yeah, he was just never the same. So, yeah, I think that his NFL career could potentially be over. Yeah. That top 10 QB list, man. No Lamar Jackson on it. I want to read you the list real quick. From 1 to 10, you have Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, Matt Stafford, Justin Herbert, Danger Russ, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott. Did Lamar deserve to be on this list at all? Yeah, I would take Herbert off. Excuse me? Yes, Herbert. <laughs> Wait, yes. excuse me? Yes, Herbert. You you would take off. All right, hold on. Hold on. Herbert, hold on, hold on, yes. Hold on. So you're going to leave Russell Wilson on. Yep. Leave Deshaun Watson on, yep. who hasn't played in over a year. Leave Dak Prescott on. Yep. You know why? Over Justin Herbert. You know why? All right. All right. All right, man. You want to know why? You know, we can end this early. <laughs> what? You, you want to know why? Please, please enlighten me. Because those player, those, those players make it to the playoffs, and they get to the playoffs consistently. Right. That's why. Jack they, Prescott I, gets to the playoffs I, consistently? Has he not been through his career? They've been, what, twice? Three times, I think. I Is think he's been I, three I, times. It, okay, three times? Dak Prescott better than Justin Herbert? No, but if he's making it. Oh, my god! No, no. <laughs> Listen. All right, man. All right. I I all need right. results, and I, I see. All right, that's his fault. That's not the coach's fault. Listen, when you have Mike, to, no, no, yo, we're not. No, coach, no, no. Coaches, yo, Justin we, Herbert's decided. Come to go on, man. Seventeen. You have Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. You're not making it to the postseason. Back to back years. <laughs> like, so it was. It was the. It was. It was Justin Herbert. Against the Raiders last year, at the end of the season, when they would have tied and went to the playoffs, but it was it was Justin Herbert on defense that decided to ruin that. That's not that. And look, decided to call that timeout. Stop that's, the clock. That's one game. That's one game. Stop. That's the playoffs. That's, that's one what game. You said. That's one game, though. No, I'm talking it. about the I'm Forget talking it. about the season. 
I'm talking about the season. Listen, I don't care. I don't care. They lost games (laughs) they shouldn't have lost because, you know, he turned the ball over or he not converting on third down. So, so what? Oh, fourth down, me, you know, because they're the coach. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. What you're telling me is he's better than Dak Prescott, but he doesn't deserve to be ahead of Dak Prescott. So yeah, I mean, we we all know that Justin Herbert, his talent level is better than Dak Prescott. Yes. His time better than me is better than uh, Joe Burrow's. No, no. It is. I'm sorry. Joe Joe Burrow, I'm putting over Justin Herbert. Just the intangibles, the lead. He like, made it to, Joe he, he Burrow made it to is, the Super Bowl. Look, I can't take anything away Joe from Burrow. Joe Burrow, he, he's a killer. Like, let's okay. let's be honest. He's a killer. Stone cold. Yeah. Yeah. Killer. All right. All right. All right. Are the Bengals going to win more games than the Chargers this year? Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back. All right. We're going we're gonna to circle back to this. I do think Lamar should have been on the list before Dak Prescott. Not before Justin Herbert. Um, or anybody Wait, else on this list. You putting Justin Herbert over Lamar Jackson? No, uh, no. I'm saying I think Lamar Jackson should have been. A, okay, all right. I, I got you. I got you. List. I got you. I like, got if you. I'm removing one person from the list. Is Dak? Is Dak? Okay, I got you. That's that's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm not taking off Jay Herbo, but we'll agree to disagree because we are going to start breaking down these divisions first week of August. Yep. Um, we are going to dive into the NFL and break down those divisions. So we will be getting to that. But that's all I got, man. Want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Remember, Black Lives Matter. They always matter and will forever matter. Guys, it's hot. Wear deodorant. <laughs> yeah. Wear, wear deodorant. Also, I know a couple people catching COVID lately. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all vaxxed or not. Wear your mask when you can. Wash your hands when you can. Y'all are dirty. Filthy. <laughs> Gro- like dirty. Filthy. Gross. Continue to send the prayers up for those in need. The ones in Texas. Definitely Ukraine. And let's see if we can get Brittany Griner home. Yeah, guys. I mean, we appreciate and love everything you're doing. We also send those prayers to Brittany Griner uh, out there in Texas. Also in the Ukraine, still praying for that situation. We also, on a lighter note, guys, appreciate everything you're doing for us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other streaming platforms. And that's all I got. Yes, we love that. And Jay Herbo, don't worry, dog. I got you. (laughs) This dude tripping. I'm out of here. Yep. Really thought it ain't no debate, no way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate, cool breeze, mops with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena, rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia, more drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit, they can't even drip line. So savvy is the swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali, holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy. This is the wave to give them the feeling. Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you. Feel like the man when I walk through the building. Too many scars and spiritual healing. I got a million dreams. I got a million schemes. We going crazy, we going crazy. We got the winning team.